0: What's up, everybody? This is Mr. James O'Neill here, keynote speaker, National Board Certified Math Teacher, and your podcaster for today. My mission is targeting mastery for all, empowered by equity for all, through the belief of expectations for who? For all y'all, and if I'm saying y'all, y'all already know where I'm hailing from. The South, by way of the QC, the Queen City, Charlotte, North Carolina, and I'm super excited that you're joining me. today. today. So y'all ready for today's topic? Yeah, it's one that's near and dear to my heart. It's something that I'm presently going through right now. It is this. I just can't reach this child. You know, when I got into education, I realized at a very early age that I loved just reaching my peers. I loved tutoring my peers in math, specifically as a math teacher right now. And I always found myself trying to make sure that they showed up well. I had this idea in my mind that i believe that as black boys at the time and as a black man now that we should show up and be our most excellent self and so i remember going home and talking to some of my boys and specifically my boy carlos and he said to me do you remember that you always wanted to see our progress report And you used to talk to us like like you were our dad when we didn't do as well as we needed to do. And I was like, man, I forgot all about that. And so when he reminded me of that, I just thought about the simple fact that I always had this thing inside of me where I wanted to motivate people around me, people that I cared about, specifically black and brown people, um, just to motivate them to be our best, that we would show up and we would be excellent. That motivation reaches all. And you know, so many people have issues when they, we say things like black lives matter and and the greatest picture that someone made for me is that if we say all lives matter, we have to include the lives that on paper doesn't look like they matter like you can't say that every life matters when you are when you are in essence ignoring these people that look this way. And so today y'all um, it is something I am grappling with at the present moment. And it is this, I just can't reach this child. You know, I won't disclose the child's name, but I need to give a name for lack of just communication. And so today his name will be Brandon. So I now realize that I've done several things as a teacher. I just want to, I want to give you the full scope of the story. I have come a long way as a math teacher as a person in general you know i grew up in an era where we didn't question adults and and i grew up in a very small town where everybody knew everyone and if you got in trouble in school you know we were still being paddled when I was in school. And so when you got in trouble in school, like you got it in school, you got it when you got home. And if your pastor or anybody else heard, you still heard people say, what is wrong with you? And so we just didn't question things. You just wasn't in the room when adults were talking. It was just a different era. And so I had that same mentality coming into the classroom. I was very militant at first, and I had to learn throughout the years to shed some things, but yet keep some things. Respect is respect. It doesn't matter what it looks like, what era. It may look different in different eras, but respect to the core is still respect. And so recently, I've evolved again as an educator and in the pandemic it taught me about empathy i i just did not know what some people were going through until you realize that there were a whole bunch of people that did not have internet you take things for granted Uh, you know that people are now going to the food shelters and it was a lot and so i transformed again and my heart has i have more long suffering i'll put it that way uh, in my heart, when it comes to students, and so when it, particularly this child, I have talked to this child personally, one-on-one, pulled them aside, and just talked to them about the expectations and how their interactions are necessarily disrespectful. I've given them examples. I've showed them how, um, or given them better ways to react, or to address me or better things not to say in the moment because I have a child that that really does not know how to take any direction. It's very sensitive to being told no or to be redirected the redirection takes it to another level. I could have just corrected someone right before I corrected this child, and this child, Brandon, um, takes it personal as if I am attacking him and I've talked to him one-on-one I've done a lot I've talked to his uh, mom I've talked to his dad I'm planning a zoom meeting with his father who's necessarily not in the home right now and because I believe that as a man as a father he can instill something that the mother may not be able to instill at the time and she even told me to talk to his dad when it comes to these issues and so like here I am y'all I'm really up against the wall because I've done everything and I used to be a really punitive teacher. That's just was that was real for me. You acted up, you got the consequences and I I did not seek to know why. Today I have been transformed to be like why are you acting like this? Why when I say something to you you take it um up up and above what's necessary or what i deem necessary have i offended you in any kind of way and you know kids will tell you well i just feel like you are always picking on me and in those moments i will say did you not hear me say to that child this and that child that and that child that did you not see me correct that child and talk to that child why is it when i get to you all of a sudden?" you feel I'm attacking you. And so there are things that I've said to this child and to no avail. It has gotten worse and worse and worse. And so now I'm at a point mentally where I am saying to myself, I have to give the consequences necessary. I have to now turn this over to admin. I cannot continue to extend grace because what's happening is if students see this child interact with me this way and I constantly extend grace and mercy in the form of a talking, in the form of let's talk later, students will then deem me as someone they can disrespect. And that ain't never. (laughs) That ain't never. Of the case. And so... We have to, as educators, find the line to protect ourselves. We bring our kids home if we love them, if we pour into them. Of course, if they say things that are disrespectful to us, it's hard to get those things off. Sometimes it's hard to see a child as a child in that moment, but we have to say, this is still a child. They're using grown up words, like these four letter (laughs) words, these four letter words are not grown up ish, but we are the grown ups are allowed to use and speak this way. Um, And so they're using words that are slicing to the core. And sometimes you have to look and say, that is a confused child and not take it as personal. I don't believe in this thing that nobody can take it personal. I don't think you can hear negativity all day, every day and not have it impact your psychological makeup. Like it's not going to happen. And so we have to protect our why. And I'm I'm really here. I'm like as y'all continue to listen to the show, like I keep it real. Like and when I say real, I, I I believe to speak truth to power and love. I am at my wit's end and I've tried everything. And now it's time to say, Well, student Brandon. When you do this next time, it's a lunch detention. And I don't want them to pal on. You're a student athlete. Uh, I don't want this to continue to happen to you. But at the same time, you cannot disrespect me by disrespecting this environment because I am going to support you. But at the end of the day, I'm responsible for the other 33 kids that are in this classroom, and our interaction is a distraction. And when I distract my students away from our learning, then that's the problem. They are not getting what they need. And though I don't want to remove you physically from this classroom environment, I know it's becoming toxic. And I don't come to work to be toxic. I love what I do. I cannot do this and not love what I do. And so I want to encourage educators out there, not the ones that are always talking to the principal, calling the office about this child uh, because you have not done what you need to do. Yeah, we didn't know that when we signed up to be teachers, we we were getting to all of this mental health issues. We didn't know that the internet and phones will change the culture and respect and access to different things would be at such a younger age. We did not know that kids will deal with depression and suicide on levels that are unheard of like when I was in school no one really talked to the counselor it was taboo well especially in the black community but we've come a long way like we needed. I got a therapist I mean I talked to somebody but we've come a long way but no one did that and so we have to do what all we can do um, and to make sure that our kids are supported but at the same time you have to protect you you have to protect your classroom environment. And you know, when I think about this, it's not to this extreme, but people uh, that have seen domestic, children that have seen domestic violence growing up, they are impacted by that atmosphere. And I'm not saying that um, what is happening in the atmosphere of my teaching is in any scope in comparison to that. What I am saying, to so that no one screw my words, what I am saying is that what I expose students to in my inter- interactions openly with a child they will remember and that's the good and the bad right and so we have to protect our hearts i got this meeting that i am scheduling uh, apart from my time this is my uh i'm not going to say my last this is it's like almost my last olive <laughs> branch that I can extend. But at the end of the day, I have to think about the rest of the kids. And if I can't reach this child and if I've done everything I can to reach this child, I have to understand if I'm a praying somebody, I'm going to send up prayers. If I'm a believing somebody, whoever I believe, however I believe, whatever you believe, you're going to have to tap into this. I can't save everybody. There's a modern mentality when it comes to teaching. We give our all. We give more than our all. We're 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 doing things after hours that we don't get paid for and we're paying it out of our love and our appreciation for our students where we're we're going and showing up to games and we're coming home and grading papers and creating assignments and making lessons way more interactive and we're calling and contacting parents and we're we're doing things and we're going to the store and we're buying stuff all right we we just give everything and then and, and there comes a point in your life that when you've given all you can, you've given all you can. You have to protect your classroom environment. And so I know there's someone out there that's just struggling with a child or two or several. And when you've done the discipline and the talking and the loving and all that you can do, you have to protect your classroom because those kids deserve learning and those kids do not need to see you outside of your character. Lastly, if you need to talk to somebody, listen, talk to somebody. I mean, seriously, some of the stuff that we're dealing with is we're, we're dealing with it because we're a human and somebody talked to us like that. Maybe when we were in eighth grade and these things are triggers or you have somebody in your life that disrespected you with the same words, it's the words, not the person. And sometimes we have to filter our life experiences and realize that this thing is hitting us the way it's hitting us because of who we are and the experience that we have had in our lives. And I want to encourage us to get help. Whether that help be prayer, whether that help be therapy, whether that help be a vacation, a woosah, I don't know what it is, but we have to make sure we stay healthy, healthy, healthy people. Y'all, I'll come back and talk about how this went one day. But when you've done all you can, you've done all you can. You matter. What you say matter, what you do matter. And I'm telling you, teacher, educator, administrator, parent, whoever you are listening to this today, you matter and what you are doing is making a difference. Protect your classroom, protect you, protect your family protect everybody in your circle. All right, do that for me today. All right, y'all, that's my show for today. I know I went in a little bit, but hey, if you ever need someone to come speak to your school, workshops, or whatever, keynote speaking, please reach out to me on all social media networks at Mr. James O'Neill, and that's O-N-E-A-L on Facebook and Instagram. On LinkedIn and Twitter, it's at Mr. James O'Neill. There is no dot there. Again, O'Neill is O-N-E-A-L. And again, you can check out more videos and more content at my website at www.mrjamesoneal.com. Please come back and don't forget about Mastery for All. We want mastery for all, y'all. Have a good one.